listening to the Age Tech Podcast, the show that brings you the movers and shakers of the Age Tech ecosystem with your host, Karen Etkin. Hi, Jaren Techies. I'm Karen Etkin, and my guest today is Salome Ivanovich, the COO of Careship. Salome, welcome. Thank you, Karen. Uh, great to be here. Thank you for joining me. So tell us about Careship. So Careship is a, is a Berlin-based startup um, that was founded in 2015. And yeah, I have the great honor to be part of, of this amazing journey that we are, we are having at the moment. So what does Careship do? We are ultimately a managed service to bring seniors together with companions from their neighborhoods. So people like you and me, that want to do some good on the side, that have a job that matters on the side, and really support seniors with everything a caring relative would do. So household services, companionship, running errands, and this is really what we want to do. And our vision is to really enable seniors and everyone to age in grace independently at home. We're currently live in Germany and around 30 cities and have, have great plans also to grow further than that, to really like expand to the, to the Dach region, to, to other European cities. But currently we really feel like there's so much more to do, so many people we can still reach in the German region that we are really focusing on that for now. Our caregivers are people like, like you and me that really want to do some good. But surprisingly for us, it's actually loads of our caregivers are seniors themselves. So this is really interesting for us. We, we were expecting to have more students and other people that really want to help and do companionship. But lots of people, young retirees that really still want to do something that matters. They want to feel like they can really also be needed in their life and have a purpose. Come on board and work with us uh, as, as caregivers, really support people from the neighborhood. And next to that, of course, also students. But this is really interesting because we feel we can create value for the caregivers, like lots of value by offering them an opportunity to do a job on the side that matters. And on the other hand, the customers, they can really like get help at home, stay independently at home as long as they want. And also, of course, the, the caring relatives that like, get a bit of ease of mind, get some time for themselves to really yeah, have a bit of breathing room because they're doing such an amazing job to take care of the loved ones. So we're really trying to look at all the different stakeholders that we can service at CareShip. Also next to that, of course, the, the whole care system, where we really want to professionalize care. We want to like uh, fight against the black market, really make, it, make the conditions way better to work in the care field and uh, offload loads of work from nurses that are already really stretched by offering companions, this new category of companions, people from the neighborhood that really can and want to help. That sounds amazing. And you're not only the company's COO, you're also uh, the company's care expert because you have background in psychology, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So my, my journey to become COO was maybe not the most straight one. So I originally studied psychology and worked for three years actually myself in the, in the mental health field and was working with people with uh, mental illnesses and different housing projects, schizophrenia, depression, etc. So I, I think I know how it feels to be on the other side, the caregiver side. And when I originally joined the company, I actually joined as head of caregiver side and head of the supply side, because I really feel like the job is tremendous that they're doing. And we really need to enable them and support them with training, supervision, everything we can do to really do a great job that matters. So although not from the classical care field, but definitely deeply care about, about that side and really helping the people to do a great job. You mentioned that CareShip is currently available in 30 locations in Germany. Do you have plans to expand to other countries in Europe or globally? 
Yes, as mentioned at the beginning, we feel like there's so much more we can do in Germany, because if you look at especially where do the elderly live, it's often more in the, in the rural areas, in the suburbs, in the countryside. And right now we are mainly focusing on the cities, which is already great, but we firstly want to crack the code on how to really also service everyone in Germany that needs help. I mean, one of the, one of the biggest countries where we really feel like there's so much more we can achieve and do. But I think ultimately the, the, the problem we are solving is the same in every country and especially also in every European country and like the systems we are building. I mean, we are, we are using technology to really close that gap. We offer a great a caregiver app to really like for them to organize their business. For the customers, we have a great matching algorithm. So everything we are building is actually can be applied to every country and it's like really available for, for global uh, customers. But yeah, for a start, Germany first, but then we can really see ourselves going to other regions and the sky is the limit. Uh, for example, we had, a, we had an interview recently with a Japanese association because Japan is really facing that, that issue a lot of, of how to take care of the elderly. And there's loads of interest also on our product, how we are solving this issue. So again, I think big aspirations for the future, but now focusing on the German market. Absolutely. So how does it actually work? If I'm an older adult and I need help, what do I do and what happens? And if I'm a, a help, everyday helper, how does that work mm -hmm. on my side? So, I mean, who, who are our customers? So how, who are the people booking? So it's like, it's, it's a mix. We have seniors booking for themselves. It's around uh, 40% of our customer base, but we also, of course, have relatives booking for their loved ones. I mean, looking at the care space, usually the daughters who are like the, the carers and the care coordinators of the family. And they, they can reach out to us like uh, through, through online or book online, or also, of course, because we know our target group is not always uh, digitally savvy or tech savvy, changing, uh, definitely, and we can see that. But we also have an amazing support uh, team who really like helps to, to educate the, the loved ones and the seniors, what are their rights, what are their budgets, how does it work, who are our caregivers to really, it's such an emotional decision to decide who to go to for that we really want to also show that they can trust us and that we are a trusted brand that uh, actually really cares. So we would then evaluate like, okay, so what are the needs? What type of caregiver is wanted? What kind of services are being booked? And then again, like our matching starts, we find the, the, the best caregiver suitable from the region. We really have a strong focus on, on finding someone from the neighborhood because this is really something the seniors care about and to have this neighborhood aspect, someone that can also be there spontaneously, then they match, get to know each other. We are really close the whole time though to get feedback to really ensure the chemistry is right. And after that, again, consult the customers, inform them and really stay close. I think the team is doing a great job there to really be present. Again, on the, on, the, on the caregiver side, how does it work there? Again, everyone with the right motivation and mindset could become a caregiver. So this is really ultimately a really important question we are asking. Would you send that person to your own grandmother? And only if it's a yes, uh, then someone comes on board. I mean, Brian, uh, our CEO, is always joking. Harder to get into Harvard than uh, to become a caregiver at CareShip. So we're really having a thorough process because, again, we, we know that this is uh, emotional and we need to really ensure we have the highest quality because we don't consider ourselves a marketplace, but really like a managed service, a high quality curated service. So all of our caregivers, they, they go through a screening process. We really ensure that they, that they get digitally the training they need, that they have all the documents that are needed. We get to know them via, via a short video call so that we can see and talk to the person, get to know them a little bit uh, more intimately than if it was just online. And 
one thing that's just really important for us is we professionalize the market. So we want to always ensure that like a police record is, uh, is clean, that nothing is on it, and that the, the business is registered because there's so much on the black market happening that we really want to ensure that, that everything is correct. And yeah, talking about that is also for us when it comes to the compensation of the caregivers, it's really important. The majority of what the customer is paying really goes into the pockets of the caregivers because we want to make this whole caring business a lot more attractive for everyone. So how do you actually train your, your caregivers? I assume they don't come to your headquarters to go through an all-day training. Exactly. So it's, it's really everything is online. So we created a lot of content ourselves. So we have like uh, training videos, uh, quizzes, everything like around how does careship work, what are our expectations, how to, how to yeah, treat our customers, etc. But we're also partnering with other providers that are really like focusing uh, on, on educational, uh, digital education for carers and caring relatives. And all of our caregivers can go through that academy, really learn about different illnesses, about dementia, how to handle it when you help someone like in any way that that CareShip was offering. So they can really learn. So we really want to educate them. They can get certificates. So I think this is a great enablement also for, for further career improvements by, by going through our CareShip Academy, as we call it. You mentioned that you want to professionalize the market. Mm -hmm. And I'm not actually familiar with the home care market in Germany. Can you elaborate a bit on what is the existing situation and where do you want to bring the industry? So, I mean, looking at the German market, I think firstly, it's highly fragmented. So we have loads of really small providers like ambulatory care providers, or you have like people that, that are just doing it on the black market and on the side and where the working conditions are, are not good and fair. So we really, we really like our goal is to create this new category of helpers. And again, like saying like, okay, everyone, there are enough people that can and want to help from the neighborhood and they just need, they just need access to the market. And like most, most caregivers that come on board with us, they, they would never have entered the, the care business. And it's really like a new, new path for them because they hear about us. They really are looking for something uh, that they want to do that, that works for them. But again, to come back to how do we want to professionalize it? It's really by giving the caregivers like all the tools they need really making sure they're paid over the table. We take care of the whole like customer acquisition of the invoice generation. So we're really trying to do everything uh, we can to provide the, the caregivers with the tools to really run a small business and do it on, in the right way. And I think it's especially important as well next to everything else because our, our customers this is quite unique in Germany. We have budgets for companionship care. So also from insurances. And so we really want to enable the customers to use the budgets they have. We want to, want to facilitate uh, the whole process of getting access to that. So I think this is a big part of it. And uh, for that, of course, it also needs to be the right and, and uh, the right way it's all being handled. So you mentioned that many of your caregivers are actually older adults. Mm -hmm. Do you ask them what is their main motivation for joining CareShip? Like, is it the extra income or is it because they want to help people in their neighborhood? I think it's really the latter. I mean, the extra income doesn't hurt. That's definitely something. I mean, there's so much poverty also for, for elderly. And I feel like it's great that we are enabling them to, to have some extra pocket money. But again, like having the right motivation and mindset and really wanting to help people. This is, this is what we are looking for in our caregivers. We have one very famous caregiver in Munich. She's already like 70, 75 until like two years ago, she worked in a startup. 
I was doing like 60 hours a week in a startup and felt like, okay, hey, time for a career shift. Now she joined CareShift because now she really needs to do something uh, with purpose where she can create value. And I think this is for many people. I mean, if you've worked all your life and then suddenly uh, that stops, like, what do you do with your time? This is really a great opportunity to do good and use the, the time wisely. So loads of very nice feedback and not always, but sometimes it's also easier for our customers, the seniors, to receive help from someone that's a little bit older. They can maybe understand a little bit better the issues they're going through, like being in pain or whatever it might be. So I think there's, there's really loads of value also for the older caregivers that uh, come on board and join us. That's such a wonderful thing to, to know that most of your caregivers are actually doing it because they want to help people in their neighborhood and to put uh, their energy into their local community. This local focus is really important for us. And I think this is, this is beautiful because, yeah, you really get connected. We can connect also different generations if it's uh, younger people. We have also younger people and students that come on board and say, hey, I miss my grandma. She lives so far away. And I really, like, really want to learn more from the older generation. Like, I want to like, hear their stories. And so this, this is fantastic. Many people find their second grandma through, through CareShip working for us in the neighborhood. And it's, there are real relationships that develop. So it's like... Our caregivers are doing it on the side. So it's like usually a small business owners and on average, a caregiver has two to three customers. So that enables them to really like have this strong bond and relationship and uh, not just looking at it as a job because uh, yeah, it's just like lots of intimacy. We just had our all hands and one of our coworkers shared a story of like a customer who had a really bad accident. She ended up in a wheelchair and like pretty much didn't have anyone around her now this we found this really young and energetic caregiver for her they live in the same neighborhood and they actually spend so much time together and she's going to surprise her tomorrow or on sunday uh, for mother's day and is already planning to go over bring her some flowers and this is far beyond beyond a job or a profession this is really i think uh, a life a lifelong relationship that is being built it's amazing so what is the bigger vision where do you see careship in five or ten years Our vision is really independence and well-being for everyone in need of home care. So we are focusing on uh, a lot on the, on the senior sector right now, but we really think our services are also relevant to so many more people. And this is also requests that are coming in. And like at the end, people with disabilities or like after an accident, people that need, that need support and care. So we really want to service everyone uh, that, that has home care needs. And uh, we want to also take the, the stigma out of receiving help there's nothing wrong with that this is completely fine and we want to be the number one solution for everyone in need of home care and as i said before we really want to enable those in need of home care to lead a healthy life and be independent by this local companion aspect seamless technology and i think a big big core we have as well is our really committed team that deeply cares about what the customers do i mean we have an amazing care culture And I think those three elements, like the technology, the companions and the team, will really enable us to, to achieve our vision of being the number one home care provider. Is there anything else you would like to add? I think what's really like the, the main topic is that the care journey is highly, highly complex and it's a really emotional journey and there's not one fits at all. And we are really trying to focus on all the different stakeholders, really trying to emphasize with, yeah, what does the caring relative need? What does the senior need? What does the system need? And really trying to, to map out a solution that helps them all by really creating this absolutely new category that doesn't exist on the market to help close the supply gap that we're experiencing in society right now. And 
I really believe that, uh, yeah, like all those services that are being provided can be provided by companions and really don't need to be done by the nurses. We want them to really be able to focus on the medical help. Maybe just as a side note as well, like, I mean, the year of COVID has been crazy for us as well. I mean, this was a very intense year. We still managed to, to really handhold our customers and caregivers a lot through that time and actually even had like a record quarter this year in regards to business. But last year still managed to service 2,500 families despite COVID and provided more than 90,000 hours of home care support, which was amazing for us to see that, that we could really go through that. And although it has been a super tough time, we are just really glad that there's more focus on this whole topic of loneliness of the elderly, who takes care of the elderly. It's just like, it's not so much a taboo topic anymore as it used to be before that. So this is really an opportunity for us to make it, to make a difference and to really make a change. And we just did a survey for, for our customers asking them how, how COVID has impacted their, their mental well-being. And so the numbers were actually a little bit shocking, but we can really see there's, there's so much need for social interaction. Like half of the customers leave, leave their house less than once a day. Around 40% spend Christmas alone. So there's so much more we can do and there's so many more seniors we can really bring joy and quality of life. By, by just having more social interactions and really taking the stigma out. Absolutely. Salome, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure not only meeting you, but learning more about CareShip. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this session of the Age Tech Podcast. For more Age Tech content, visit thegerontechnologist.com and subscribe for updates. We'll see you in the next episode.